there are practices that we should do in this church to remain stand firm and strong. Number one, practices that we need to do is to pray for one another. We need that. Our past, our, we, as, as pastors, we need your prayer. And we believe, as a member, you guys believe, uh, you need the prayer also. That's why we pray each other. Because we cannot stand here without your prayer. And we believe because someone's praying for you, that's why you are here right now. If you are sick, somebody will pray for you for a healing. And God granted that. He will give us a healing. Amen? If you are weak, someone will pray for you to strengthen your faith and your body. A prayerful church is a powerful church. And I see that all the time. If the church is a prayerful church, this church will remain. Because I remember every Wednesday we have prayer meeting over here in Sanctuary. The only reason it stopped because of the COVID, right? But we believe it will come back. Amen? For now, so we are on the Zoom meeting. But comes will, time will come, we will come back. We will bring it back, the prayer meeting over here. A praying church is a power church. The church in Philippi was, uh, was born out of prayers. There are two persons that converted because of prayer. And these two persons become a partner prayer of Paul. Their name is Lydia and the jailer. You can find this in the book of Acts 16. So Lydia and the jailer converted to Christ and become a, prior, a prayer partner of Paul. Ever since, they become a partner prayer. Do you have a partner prayer? Of course. If you don't have any partner prayer, we will be like this. We will be weak like old men. But if we have a prayer partner in your life, of course, God is our first prayer partner. He pray for us every day. So we should pray also. Amen? If he can pray for us, why we're, why are, why we're not praying for him? Everyone. Okay. Before when I was um, back then in prayer meeting, I always pray for myself only. Only me, only me. Lord, I need this. Lord, I need that. I need, Lord, I need this. Lord, I want this. Lord, please give me this. My prayer is like that. But God changed my heart. God changed my mind. God changed my spirit. And every time I pray, I pray for the others. Not to myself no more. What happened? All the things that you asked for before, he gave it to you anyway. Right? Because he wanted to change your, your, yourself. He wanted to see your attitude towards others. Because we need each other in a way to this church to stand firm and continue, continue, continue to stand firm. Amen? Number two, number two, oh, I forgot about this. 
how do we stand firm? We must know where we stand for, like I said before, in Christ alone. So you know, that's why you are here, because of Christ, Jesus. We believe in Christ. Our faith is based on Christ that we have, what do we believe, right? Second is, don't stand alone on your own. Don't stand alone on your own. This is like we need each other. Okay? We need each other. I need you. You need me. I need him. You need me. Pastor need me. I need pastor. I need Pastor Henji. He needs me too. I need every one of you. God needs us because he loves us. And we need, first of all, God. Amen? Number three, because this church, why stand firm? Because unity. Imagine, if it's not unity, this church has been cut off or fall. Imagine one string. If you get one string and break it in the middle, it's easy. But if you get thousands of strings, like this stick, you cannot break it with your bare hand. This is going to be a hard time for you to break it. It's a sign of unity. So it's better everyone stand in the same spirit, stand in the same mind, in one God, one belief, one faith. Amen? Number five is love. You cannot do all these things without love. Without love is useless. That's why this church standing firm because we love each other. I love Pastor Courtney. Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> but I love him. And he loves me. I know. Alaga. I know Pastor Renji loves me. Even if he got a wife already. <laughs> I love everyone, and some of you maybe not love me. If you look at me, you don't love me. <laughs> You're not going to love me. But because we are brothers and sisters in Christ, that's why we love each other. If someone stand here, don't look upon that person. Look upon the Lord who told him to stand. Okay? Because we are only people that made a mistake. Everyone here made a mistake. I made a mistake a lot. But God correct me. All right? God pushed me to stand for his glory. Because he's, he loves us so much. If he loves us, so we need to love him back more. Because if you imagine how much he loves us so much, you can see that on the cross, what he has done. If you watch the movie, The Passion of Christ, you will cry. If you don't cry, I don't know what kind of people are you. <laughs> I don't know what kind of person are you. I cry. Even I don't watch the movie, I stand here, I cry a lot. Because I cry because the goodness of God is too much. The presence of the Lord is too much that you cannot handle it. 
The truth cannot handle no one. Even the devil's trembling, you know, because the truth, there is power. The truth set us free. So number two, is encourage one another. Pastor Courtney explained this yesterday in our meeting, in ministry meeting, and pretty much I said, wow, this is one of the part of my preaching that he discussed yesterday of the leadership. So we have a task. First, to the Lord, and second, to our church that we must do to encourage one another. Because encouraging someone, you're saving that life of that person. If you don't do that, you are standing alone on your own. It means you don't care of your brethren. It means you don't mind, you know, helping others. It means you're not a Christian because a Christian have a heart of encourage. Amen? So, Paul believed so strongly in mutual encouragement to the extent that, they, that he exhorted the Thessalonian believers three times in his letter to them in 1 Thessalonians 4.18, 5.11, and, and 14. Of course, there are many ways that we could encourage one another. We could do so by work simply act of love or empathizing with one another. Amen? And, uh, and uh, the third one is support one another. So, of course, it's not, it's not enough to encourage someone without supporting. Okay? When you encourage someone, we're also giving support. However, support usually shows itself in more concrete ways that in, than encouragement. In James 2, 15, 17, also in John, 1 John 3, 17, James gave an example of some people who gave words of encouragement. He said, go in peace, keep warm, and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? Also, faith without work is dead. So what, that's, uh, what good is that? If you don't do action, you tell your brethren that you know this person does, doesn't have any food in there, you know, no lunch for that day because they don't have a food. And you know already that, that they don't have any food. And you tell them, oh, you know, go eat well. How are you going to eat well and doesn't have a food? Go and warm yourself. And then you didn't give him any clothing. So when you say something to encourage them, do something for them. A lot of times when I live here in, in Alvarado before, when I walk on the street, I see a lot of homeless there sitting in the morning. And when I see them, the, the, my, my heart impressed the Lord that go help them. And I ask them, Guys, do you guys have a breakfast already? No. Okay, go with me. 
and we go to the bagel area. And I tell them, go buy whatever you want. I'll pay for it. Because I don't want to give them money. I want them to feed them. You know? And then when you do that, you feel good. Because you do that to the Lord. Amen? You don't do that to yourself. Because if you need your help, if you sometimes you're going to need your help, you're going to need their help to help you. And someone will help you. And someone will support you. So this church is a supporting church. We support a lot of churches in the Philippines, right? In fact, we have a lot of daughter's church, right? And the Philippines in Manila, in uh, Pastor uh, Floyd, Lloyd, that church stand firm, strong, because we support them, because we pray for them, because we encourage them. Amen? And we are part of that. We are part of that. Whatever right now they, they've been through, we are part of that. Because we are one church. Amen? The fourth one is we are accountable to one another. Accountable for everything. Accountable to your neighbor. As a community of believers, we need to be one another keepers. We are not to be our brother's policemen, but we should be his or her keeper. In other words, in other words, we should be accountable to one another. We should look not on your own things, but also the things of others. Amen? If you know somebody that he will be... Uh, in, in danger, are you going to let them to suffer? Of course not. We will do something to stop that person to be in danger, right? Because we are accountable for that person. I'm accountable for you. You are accountable for me. You are accountant. <laughs> I'm accountant. <laughs> So we are accountable for everything that we do. Amen? So don't say, oh, I'm just a listener. I'm just a member. I'm not a pastor. I cannot be a pastor. I say that a lot of times in my own self. Lord, why me? I'm not, I'm not the right person to be preaching your word. I'm not the right person to lead the Tagalog service. And sometimes, a lot of times, back of my head, the devil is trying, like what the Mr. Bean did to that soldier, bugging me. You're not the right person. Don't be the pastor of that Tagalog. Because you're going to hear a lot of things. Your member is going to say something to you that you won't like. Anyway, whatever you do, it's still going to happen. Not every member likes you. Not every member likes your sermon. But whatever. I will do whatever God wants to tell me. Right? Because what I care, if you, if you don't listen to the sermon, is between you and the Lord. 
you are accountable to the Lord. Because you're snoring now. <laughs> okay? If you're sleeping and snoring, you are accountable to the Lord. That's why every time you listen to the Word of God, listen carefully. Because there is good things about to happen in your life. If you listen good in the Word of God. Because the Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is alive. The Word of God is good to our life. The Word of God never stops correcting us. Because we are under construction. We are under construction. No one here standing and sitting uh, that he will say, I'm a perfect man. What? Are you lying? No one is perfect. No matter how good look you are, how handsome you are, how beautiful you are, one day your face is going to be like crunched, like ticharon. <laughs> so don't say that you are a perfect. God will make us perfect. God will make us perfect. He's the one who will make us perfect. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because every single one of us will become perfect on time when we go home. For there is no one, if you believe in God, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will be perfect when the time we go home. And that's why we, we must stay together. We must stand firm together. We must stand for the glory of God. Don't argue with your pastor. <laughs> A lot of members, they argue with the pastors. If the pastor doesn't, uh, the member doesn't like what the pastor said, he decided this, he decided that. And some member, no, I don't like that. It's not good. How do you know it's not good? Are you a pastor? <laughs> Did God tell you it's not good? You're not a pastor. So we must always, if the leader said that, we must support the leader. Okay? If our head pastor said, we will have this, we will have that, support in prayer. Support that pastor. Don't be like, go to the corner and say to the other people, you know what, I don't like that. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Get out of in this church. Some people, they do that. Why? Because their heart is not right. If you seek your heart and think very large, you will see and understand what God's plan ahead of this church. And we stand here because we believe God put Pastor Courtney in this place. Amen? We are not perfect. 
I told you before, we made a mistake. But for that mistake, we become stronger. For that mistake, we become more one in the spirit. We become more one in mind. And I believe this church will remain in unity, in love, in perfect for the glory of God. So we are accountable for everything in happening here. So we must help each other. Okay? Don't criticize your pastors. Don't criticize your leaders. Instead, when he made a mistake, pray for him. Pray for me. Every time I decide something, I'm not a perfect. Sometimes I made a mistake. If I say something wrong, pray for me. You know? Because I'm not a genius person. But I rely on God. I rely on Him. Number five, this is my last one, is serve one another. Remember I told you, hands is a servant, part of the body. The hands is serving. We are all servants of God. Even pastors, we serve you, you know. It's just nice to a, a family of God that you can see the harmony of one spirit that helping each other, loving each other, encourage one another, praying for one another. We must serve also one another. Don't be Martha alone. Okay? Martha needs Jesus Christ. But Jesus needs Martha also. We must need one another in a way this church to hang in standing firm for the glory of God. We should serve one another with love. Instead of envying and criticizing one another, we should bear one another's burden. And in, in so doing, we fulfill the law of Christ. In Galatians 6.2, Jesus set a supreme example by washing his disciples' feet. See? I can wash your feet. If you want me, I can wash you. <laughs> if you need a shower right now, I'll shower you. We need to serve one another. Don't be like a king or queen sitting yourself waiting for someone to serve you. No. Jesus itself, he took the water and washed the disciples' feet. He put himself in a good example for us in a way to humble yourself. Amen? I imagine if I one of the disciples sitting there and Jesus Christ washing my hand, my feet. Lord, don't, don't, Lord. I got too many, too many bad uh, nail, <laughs> ugly nail. No, Lord, it's a shame. <laughs> Lord, let me wash your feet, Lord, instead. You know, but Jesus never stopped because He wanted us. To follow what he's doing. Okay? We must stay closer one another. Love one another. Help one another. Pray one another. 
Do good to one another. Don't gossip to one another. <laughs> gossip doesn't do any good. If you gossip, a good news good. Amen? Gossip the good news. Amen? If you go out there, gossip the good news. Amen? Don't gossip other people's life. Amen? Because gossip is a bad way to kill person. Can kill person, can kill, the, destroy the family. But if you use that gossip for the glory of God, the word of God that you spread out there, we, you will save a lot of life and bring that life for the glory of God. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the church that we stand for because you are the head of this church. We are your body, Lord. You use this church for many souls are being saved because you love this church, oh God. And every person that stands here right now, God, I believe that you will touch our hearts and fill this heart with your word, the word of encouragement, the word of the servant heart, the word of the prayerful heart, the word of the, uh, encouragement, Panginoon. You're the only one can do that to us. We must do what you want us to do, Lord. We will continue to worship you, to praise you, to glorify you. And whatever we do, Lord, whatever we do, teach us to do those things for your glory. For your glory alone. Because this life will be worthy if we use it for your glory. Thank you, Jesus, for your loving us. Thank you, Jesus, for the salvation of our soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us every single day a chance to worship you, to serve you, to love you. Other, change our thoughts, change our minds. We ask for one spirit, one mind, one body, one faith, one belief, because you are one God who always there for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance. Thank you, Father, for your loving us. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross. We are so grateful for all the things that you have done and all the things that will come. Salamat po, Panginoon. We glorify you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!